Adrian Riccardello had three great years as Colts coach at Eastern Mantle. He's about to embark on a new chapter of his coaching journey. He's moving into the senior coaching ranks with Eastern Mantle under Bill Monaghan, but he's well-versed and well-qualified to tell us about a few young men who are hoping to get drafted in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, notably, Jack Cleaver, who played some great league football this year, and Jed Hagen, who's uh, a little pocket dynamo. There's a couple of others that maybe we'll bring focus to as well as part of this chat. Adrian Riccardello's with us now on Sports Breakfast. Adrian, good morning. Morning, boys. How are you going? Very well. Thanks for your time. And I know it's been a busy period for you. You've said farewell to the Colts and you're about to embark on the, the senior coaching aspect of your career. But before we get to that, Jed Hagen and Jack Cleaver. I mentioned a bit earlier, you didn't see a lot of them this year because they were in the senior group and played a lot of senior footy towards the end. Yeah, I mean, that's right. And, and that was obviously part of the plan going into this year is that I sort of wanted to um, see them push up to senior footy after the State 18s program. And that's exactly what they both did. So... Um, yeah, as, as much as I would have loved to have them in my side, um, I'm very, very happy that they managed to play some good league footy and, and they both played in that prelim final as well. So, um, yeah, couldn't be, couldn't be happier for them. Did you think at the start of the year, Adrian, that they were of league standard? Or is it something across the year you see this maturity in these young guys that makes them stand out as a, a league player? Oh, I think it's a bit of both. I think going into the year, especially an 18th year, it's so important for them. And, and you see those sort of attributes grow in their bottom age year and they have a good State 18s carnival and, and they played some pretty good Colts footy earlier on in the year and you sort of see it, see it grow and, and you just want them to get the opportunity to see if they can um, really play or not at, at senior level and, and they both managed to, to do that. But yeah, it is something that you sort of plan on and you sort of see it in them early, but um, you do see it over the year, especially in the, in the 18th year when they're, matured, you know, when they're maturing and, and all that. So um, yeah, it is a bit of both, but um, I'm, I'm glad they both were able to um, play their roles. I'll start with Jed, because he's been a bit of a teenage sensation for a while now. Um, he's, he's regularly played above his age group coming through, and he hails them up in, in Geraldton, played for Railways Football Club up there. He's a great story. His parents have driven him down to, to play football here for the last few years. Just to work on a word on Jed and, and his progression. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I've, you know, he, he played his Colts footy for us at 15, um, and he slotted straight in, and we played him in a variety of roles, and you know, in his in his body mage year, I, I sort of said to him, I'm going to throw you at half back and you know develop you develop you there. And he ended up playing state footy as a half back, and and his progression has just been one of which he's put the work in and just um, on the right path, really. Like he's just yeah, like I said, he's put all the work in. He um and he's naturally progressed to the point that he's now that he's hopefully on the on the radar of a few AFL clubs and gets his chance um, in a couple of weeks, but. Um, yeah, his development path is all down to him and his hard work, really. Uh, we put it forward to him and, and he's trusted us and, um, and he's progressed to playing some decent league footy. Like, he just wasn't making up numbers at league level either. He was actually putting some good performance. So, um, yeah, no, it's credit to him and his hard work. When you see Jed off-field, and I mean this at the greatest deal of respect, he's knee-high to a grasshopper and you think, well, how's he going to compete with some of these bigger bodies? But he's so skillful and so elusive that he seems to get around this... this uh, stigma that's there with some of these smaller guys that are on a, on a draft radar. Yeah, and I think a lot of that's come from the fact that he's always played sort of a year above his above his age, um, especially back up in Geraldton. Um, he's always played against bigger bodies and men, and and that's held him in good stead, um, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, there's not much of him when you see him in person or off field, but he's he doesn't he doesn't back down, and he you know he goes as hard as anyone. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's growing up in Geraldton has probably helped him with that. 
Hey, Adrian, um, Jack Cleaver as well. He's another one who's been uh, talked about and, and looks very mature for his age. Played a very important role for Ace Mantle down back at league level at the end of the year. Just a word on Jack. I think he has a bit of a rugby league background. Yeah, yeah. So he, I'm pretty sure he played as a junior. Uh, and that's where he sort of he, um, you know, he's strong through the hips and he's hard to tackle. So um, there's no doubt that he learned that from his, uh, from his rugby days. Um, but, yeah, I, I sort of had him since he was 14. In the development programs, he come through firstly as a 14-year-old. So I've seen him progress from 14 to um, to what he is now, an 18-year-old man, essentially, playing some league footy. And, again, he was another one that just sort of, you know, progressed nicely and he, and he you know, he took his opportunities, really. And he's just grown and he's, he's shot up and he's gotten fitter and he's put some size on and, he's yeah, he's put in the hard work as well. And um, every opportunity he's got this year he's deserved and um, he, had a, he had a decent year as well. Adrian, every year we see East Fremantle very heavily involved in young kids being drafted from the club and being developed. I mean, why, what, what, what's the reason that they've been so strong in that? Is it the, the structure that are in place? It is the zone that you've got? I mean, can you just sort of give us a bit of an idea? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's very well cutter that our zone is very strong, um, especially our, our country zone. Obviously, up in Geraldton, we, we have a few players held from that region, but um, you know, I mean, just, just the people that we work with um, in terms of our Midwest guys, uh, as our Metro people, um, everyone in our development programs, like we, we have a good team uh, and we just work really hard at making sure that we're getting the best out of our zone. And, um, you know, yes, we do have one of the best zones in, in the state and if not the country, but um, with, without all the hard work that we put in, I mean, we, you know, we could easily not make the most of it. So... Um, yeah, we, we do put in a lot of work and a lot of credit goes to a lot of people at Woody Club to make the programs what they are um, and they're fantastic and we work really hard for it. What's been your coaching journey and I suppose what's the aim? Um, well, yeah, for now, like I've probably spent about six or seven years in the talent programs at East Fremantle um, since my, my playing days sort of finished. So, um, yeah, natural progression was to hopefully get an opportunity at senior level and I'm just lucky enough to to get it at East Fremantle, which is good, so I don't have to don't have to leave the blue and white anytime soon, which is nice. Um, but yeah, um, I, I do have sort of aspirations to to coach at um, senior level, um, you know, whether it's an assistant early on, or um, but I do have aspirations to one day hopefully uh, coach a waffle side. What's your role with the senior group under Bill for 2023, Adrian? Uh, so uh, my technical role is the head of development, um, which is. Um, you know, looking after the one to four year players and making sure that they're fast tracking for league footy. Uh, and then on, on game days, I'll be coaching the reserves um, as the head coach. So um, pretty much working directly under Bill, which which will be good and good for my development. And I'm looking forward to learning as much as I can off him. Roughly or wrongfully, there's probably been a bit of a hole with Issa Mantle from the Colts to the league and a, a dearth of talent in the reserves. Uh, wins have been hard to come by. So a pretty important part of your role now is to find these guys who are good enough to push through into league football that'll play consistently good reserves football. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's the challenge of it. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, actually, you know, like developing the talent from a young age to obviously AFL or senior footy. But now I'm looking forward to sort of, you know, building that link between um, Colts reserves and, and, and hopefully league and get as many boys in, in Bill's Bill's team as I can and um, yeah hopefully we can sort of and progress as much Colts boys as well like obviously I've, I've known the boys that are up there at the moment I've coached most of them the last three years coming through the system so um, I'm looking forward to watching them progress and, and hopefully getting some more debutants for the Eastern Mountain Football Club Adrian away from uh, footy you're still involved in the fitness aspect of things 
Yes, yep. I own a, still own a gym at South Fremantle Oval. Um, so that's that's always interesting during footy season when I have to duck out the training and we're in blue and white. I have to duck for cover sometimes, but um, yeah, no, I still still running the gym, mate. Um, and it's yeah with uh, with my wife now. So um, yeah, we're we're still running that, and uh, yeah, no, it's been good, and it's and it's a good flexible lifestyle when footy season starts. I'm able to um, I've built a pretty good team um, around me, so I'm able to sort of get out to training when I can. So. Um, yeah, no, it suits the lifestyle down to a T. Do you uh, do you have to cleanse yourself after a day in the the bowels of Fremantle Oval there in the gym, Ricker? After being oh, spending no. time in the enemy? No, no, I'm used to it now, mate. <laughs> no, I'm used to it now. The, the the blue and white. As soon as I put the blue and white shirt on, it, it goes away. Beautiful. Hey, uh, one more player that we didn't mention, and probably we've only heard a little bit about late in the year because he spent a lot of this year on the sidelines. Is Caleb Smith? What can you tell us about him? Because he's a name that's getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of profile. Tell us a little bit about Caleb. Yeah, so obviously Caleb's a Wesley boy. Um, he played well, he played majority of the year at the PSA system. Unfortunately for us, this year that he, when he was available early on, he, he hurt his knee in round one and, and wasn't able to play as many games as he could with us. Um, but he went back and played really good for Wesley. Um, had a decent had a decent season for them, and then come back in the second half of the year or the last four games for us and, and really put his best foot forward, to be honest. And he's grown again. He's another one that just sort of got a sniff of it and um, got himself fit and, and strong and, and um, yeah, showcased his talents, really. And, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's got line-breaking speed off half-back. He reads the ball well. He's got a penetrating kick. So, um, yeah, there's, there's no, no surprise that he's being talked about because he's got all the attributes. Colts coaching is a difficult one, isn't it, Agent? Because you're trying to bring through these young guys so that they can get drafted and they can progress to senior football, but you're also naturally competitive and you're trying to win games of football as well. And there's a big turnover of players from one year to the next. And you, at East Mantle, have managed that fairly well, the expectations and trying to win as well. How challenging was it as a Colts coach over the three years to get the balance right? Oh, yeah, I mean, it always is. Um, winning's always, you know, obviously very nice too, but it's never at the forefront of the mind. It's all, all about getting, making sure that you know the, the players are developing nicely. They're, they're putting themselves up for you know senior selection, state selection, and all of that sort of stuff. And, and obviously, getting getting them play like a team is the first and foremost. But um, yeah, it is a challenge. And obviously, you know, as a coach, you you sort of think bigger picture, but you know, as a player, how competitive they are and they want to win. So it's about finding that right balance and, and making sure that you know my direction is. Not always about winning, but it's always on the development path and getting that right, and, and the wins come. Adrian, we hope there's a few more young East Mantle products who find their way into the AFL system. It's been such a, a footy factory over many years uh, there at Moss Street. An interesting year ahead, though, uh, as we say goodbye to you with the, uh, the East Mantle Football Club and the Oval being redeveloped. You ready for all of what 2023 has to throw at you? Yeah, 100%, mate. I'm super excited to... To get started and, and obviously progress not only my coaching journey, but obviously be involved with the senior program and, and hopefully play my role in getting the East Fremantle, you know, getting East Fremantle back into a grand final. So, um, yeah, no, super, super excited for what 2023 is going to bring and I can't wait to get stuck into it. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, Jim Riccardello joining us. Uh, he has made the progression into the senior program there at East Fremantle. Uh, has a fair bit to juggle with the, uh, the gym as well yeah. there at Fremantle Oval, Wayne. Yep. So nice to chat to uh, to Ricker today. Uh, he's, so what was his playing career? His was... career ended early because of injury, so he sort of fast-tracked. I think he'd only be, and Ricker might confirm this to me if he's still listening, in his early to mid-30s. Yep. So he retired quite young from playing and moved into coaching. Uh, and I think, and a few people at, at, at the club who know more than me, see him as potentially the next senior coach of Asa Mantle wow. one day. Okay. 
Yep. Uh, Bill Monaghan's well-established at the moment and, and is coming off a great year. So I'm not trying to whisk Bill out the door if he's listening. But when Bill does either call time or there's a, a change in coaching, I think that Adrian Ricciardello will be a name that will be talked about, highly regarded uh, at uh, a development level. And now he has a chance to further his, his coaching journey with the senior group and coaching the reserves.